Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include Price is Everything, Don't Ignore Compliance or Supervising LOs, and Rate Improvements from Inflation Slowing. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, MCT. Over the past 20 years, MCT has evolved from a pipeline hedging services specialist into the industry leader for fully integrated capital market software and services. Anchored by their comprehensive platform, MCT Live, MCT offers the innovative technology and bespoke client support needed to elevate your performance. From MCT Live to MSR Live to the award-winning bid auction manager, or BAM, MCT is consistently first to market with new technology. The cost of credit is going up, as this commentary is mentioned many times, but in a free market economy, what are you going to do about it? Run fewer or different types of credit reports? Have the borrowers pay up front? Renegotiate bulk deals or the per-union credit report cost? Soft credit reports issued by the three bureaus will now cost as much as hard pulls. I decided to ask a few experts about what lenders are doing in terms of changing policies and procedures to adapt to the changes. Justin DeMola of Lenders One said that lenders are definitely starting to change their processes related to credit report ordering, with the significant price increases for credit reports we've seen in the past few years. Earlier this year, our credit customers implemented soft pulls to reduce costs while protecting their pipeline from trigger leads. But with the price increases coming in January, the cost of the soft pull will be just about the same as a hard pull, which totally changes the cost containment strategy leading more and more lenders to charge borrowers up front for the credit report, which is allowable under TRID. We're currently having conversations with our customers around optimizing the credit and verification products and services they use to offset some of the 2024 price increases the industry is seeing across all these products. And Michael Crockett, Chief Data Officer from Zactus, said, We've started to see some lenders adjust their workflows to recapture credit costs earlier in the process, and we expect that trend to continue. The fact is, once again, the cost of credit is increasing, and when you add on top of that the impending FHFA charges, moving to a bi-merge credit report, which will initially require three credit scores, is going to get even more expensive. It will be extremely difficult for lenders to continue to absorb all these increasing costs up front. We're suggesting to our lender clients that they reassess their general workflows and adjust milestones, which may include charging an application fee or working with consumers to subsidize these costs so they can recoup fees earlier in the process. Another benefit of consumers having skin in the game at the outset of the process is that it could reduce the risk of triggers and loans falling out of lenders' pipelines since applicants will not want to pay fees multiple times. I expect we'll see our lender customers test different approaches, with the end goal being to stay financially viable by sharing this growing and significant monetary burden with consumers. Thank you, Michael. Yes, Fair Isaac, or FICO, is ending the 2023 tier-based pricing structure and will raise the cost of mortgage credit scores for all lenders in the new year. Mortgage lenders in FICO's third tier, the largest group, are expected to see an additional increase of about 25 to 40% in 2024. This announcement from FICO is making the rounds. Quote, After a careful consideration of the feedback from lenders and other stakeholders in the mortgage market, FICO is moving away from a tier-based pricing structure to one where FICO collects the same per-score wholesale price for all lenders and mortgage originations. 
The revised wholesale pricing aligns with an approach generally desired by the market and more closely reflects the considerable value FICO scores bring to the mortgage origination process. End quote. National Mortgage News stated that the cost for a single borrower tri-merge credit report issued by the three bureaus will be close to $50. A two-person tri-merge will increase to about $100. This will have the same impact on soft credit reports, currently in the $10 range. Pushing costs for a single tri-merge soft will do about $50 next year. It's ironic, mortgage bankers are all losing money, yet the vendors who feed off their loans are all making money and raising prices, according to Dave Stevens. Our business is still talking about the November 28th CFPB consent order fining Bank of America $12 million for failing to collect and report race and ethnicity information under HMDA. The CFPB alleges that the bank's loan officers failed to ask applicants for their race and ethnicity information and instead recorded that the applicant chose not to provide the information, which the bank reported. The CFPB ordered Bank of America to pay a $12 million penalty for submitting false mortgage lending information to the federal government under a long-standing federal law. For at least four years, hundreds of Bank of America loan officers failed to ask mortgage applicants certain demographic questions as required under federal law, and then falsely reported that the applicants had chosen not to respond. Under the CFPB's order, Bank of America must pay $12 million into the CFPB Victims Relief Fund. Hundreds of Bank of America loan officers reported that 100% of mortgage applicants chose not to provide their demographic data over at least a three-month period. In fact, these loan officers were not asking applicants for demographic data, but instead were falsely recording that the applicants chose not to provide the information. Why? Because it's easier. (laughs) It's sloppy, though, and if you continually report that 100% of your applicants decline to answer, eventually someone will notice. The issue didn't spring up overnight. In 2013, Bank of America made attempts to train and monitor for this issue after noting that its rate of applicants not providing this HMDA information was high. The consent order alleges that in 2016, the bank's monthly monitoring still showed that several offices and loan officers had information not provided rates three to four times the bank's average, but the bank discontinued this monitoring. In addition, the consent order alleges that in 2020, the bank found that over 400 loan officers recorded that applicants chose not to provide their race and ethnicity information on 100% of applications over a three-month period. The consent order also alleges that the loan officers were not asking applicants for their race, ethnicity, or sex, and instead were wrongly recording on applications that the applicants chose not to provide the information. As we enter December, let's be thankful for what happened last month. Bets on central bank cuts led bond yields to fall by about half a percentage point across the board in November. The overarching narrative was a domestic economy that is beginning to slow from the Fed's 525 basis points of rate increases this tightening cycle. But when will the Fed begin to cut rates? Fed Chair Powell speaks today and is expected to push back against expectations of deep rate cuts in 2024. Fed funds futures are implying 125 basis points of easing by this time next year. We learned yesterday that personal incomes rose 0.2% in October, as is expected, though a notable decrease from the large increases reported in August and September. Personal consumption expenditures, or PCE, also fell from 0.7% to 0.2%, in line with expectations. The PCE price index, the Fed's preferred inflation measure, 
was flat in October and below expectations, placing the annual increase at 3%. The core rate rose 0.2% in October and 3.5% annually, as expected. Separately, pending home sales decreased last month, down 1.5% from September. Month over month, contract signings intensified in the Northeast, but diminished in the Midwest, South, and West. Pending home sales dropped in all four U.S. regions compared to one year ago. This commentary is mostly focused on residential lending and residential real estate and what impacts them. But the commercial real estate sector is on everyone's radar screens in terms of red flags. Commercial real estate conditions continue to soften. Outside of the retail market, vacancy rates ticked up for the other major property types during the third quarter of 2023. In the meantime, rent growth slowed across the board. That noted, one major takeaway from Q3 is that, aside from the hard-hit office market, demand for commercial real estate continues to hold up surprisingly well. Today's highlight is likely to be the aforementioned remarks from Fed Chair Powell and other Fed speakers, with the Fed heading into their blackout period ahead of the December 12th and 13th FOMC meeting. Vice Chair for Supervision Barr, Chicago President Goolsby, and Governor Bowman are also scheduled to deliver remarks. Actual economic data scheduled for release begins later this morning and includes final November S&P Global Manufacturing PMI, ISM Manufacturing PMI for November, and October construction spending. We begin Friday with agency MBS prices unchanged from Thursday evening and the 10-year yielding 4.35 after closing yesterday at 4.35%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Fairness, equality, and level playing fields are the name of the game. Did you know that the Christmas song, Do You Hear What I Hear, has been banned from radio stations? It was determined to be unfair to schizophrenics. <laughs> Thank you to MCT. MCT's technology and know-how continues to revolutionize how mortgage assets are priced, locked, protected, valued, and exchanged offering clients the tools to thrive under any market condition. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.